Hello friends, it's Jim Nance and it's my great pleasure to welcome you to Beyond the Clubhouse, a podcast hosted by my friend Garrett Johnston. He is a testament to one of the great things about this sport, the friendships that come from playing or even just talking about the game. And you're going to meet some of the characters that Garrett has gotten to know from this past decade plus that he's been covering the sport. You're going to hear from players, caddies, members of the media. You're going to get the storytelling, the golf news, the players' swing tips, and a whole lot of laughs. It's coming your way with this edition of Beyond the Clubhouse. Here's Garrett. All right, Jim Nance, thank you for the introduction there. And we've got a huge week. Masters week is upon us. Matthew Wolf, I think, is a huge storyline. He's going to be playing his first Masters. I actually spoke with him at Bay Hill, and we talked about that. What is he looking forward to? How much did he watch of it on TV? What does he remember from last year watching Tiger Woods win? He was in college. Remember that? This guy's young. So anyway, great conversation with Matthew. At this time, he was also getting ready for his first players championship. So you'll hear that in the beginning of the interview. We talk about first players, of course, get anticipation for first masters. And then of course, we get into your normal um, tips for us amateurs. What can we be doing to practice better? Like Matthew Wolf, He's one of the best players in the game. Of course, he was in the final group in the last major, the US Open played with Bryson DeChambeau. So I really think since Jordan Spieth, you know, this is a huge rookie we're seeing in the Masters. Him, along with Colin Morikawa, uh, of course, a major champion now. But these two guys are going to be really important players to watch. There's no fans out there. As we heard earlier, Andy North had told me that without fans, maybe a younger player is going to have an advantage, not having to deal with all the roars. So anyway, we just have an introduction here. And I do not have an outro on this one. We're just going to introduce it. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter, at Johnson Garrett. Follow the podcast at Beyond Clubhouse. And then, of course, on Facebook as well, Beyond the Clubhouse. And right before we get to this, my sponsor, Encore Golf. Go to EncoreGolf.com. That's O-N-C-O-R-E Golf.com. And their Vero X1 ball, really good golf ball, low spin off the driver, high launch into the greens, four-piece designed for great wedge control around the greens when you're chipping and trying to get it close that way. And then Cassiurethane Premium Cover for optimal feel. It's a really good golf ball. I've enjoyed it. Uh, I've actually gained about seven, eight yards off the tee, so it's been helpful uh, keeping me in balance as well. So that's always a good thing. Anyway, Matthew Wolf here on this edition of Beyond the Clubhouse. No, yeah, I turned pro like before I could even play in it. So. Right, and so obviously here we are. I know you've just finished Bay Hill, but I kind of want to kind of get your thoughts on uh-huh. what's that going to be like for you. Oh, uh, it's going to be awesome. I mean, the Players Championships, you know premier event on the PGA Tour. It's, uh, you know, one that I've heard so many times, so many commercials, you know, if I don't have a player's championship win by the end of my career, and like, you know, just like, you know, stuff like that. So um, obviously, you know, it's a, a tournament that all the best players in the world are playing and uh, it's going to be a good test, but I'm excited. I've played the course one time before um, in junior golf, so I'm not brand new to it, but it's going to be, you know, obviously in a little different condition than it was probably in junior golf. So. Oh, I'm really excited though. My game's coming around, and other than yesterday, I mean, I feel like I'm in a really good spot with it. And, um, you know, got a lot of confidence back today. And of course, we're just playing a little, <laughs> a little difficult yesterday, so can't really, can't really take any, any more thoughts into that than you need to. Yeah. Well, speaking of 
taking thoughts into. I was curious about your practice routine. When you, when you take thoughts from the range, from your warm-up pre-round routine to the course, like what's been the key for you over these last couple of years to have good thoughts and a good range session? Um, I think the, the, the main part is just like the range session is a warm-up. It's not so much like, you know, depicting on how you're going to play. Um, I've had awful warm-up sessions that I played great, and I've had great warm-up sessions where I played awful. And uh, like I had a great warm-up session before yesterday. Um, and uh, it's just, I think the biggest thing is just having a short memory. And um, I feel like I've gotten a little unluckier than, than most people out here. Obviously, I've only played with a few people. You know, you can only play with the people you're playing with. But yeah. I've gotten some pretty bad breaks recently. But I think I'm just going to try to change my mindset and, you know, tell myself that, you know, I think if you try to talk it into existence, you know, I get all the good breaks, all the putts are going in for me, all this stuff, then, you know, it'll, it'll start to become true. And um, I think that's the biggest thing is just my mindset's been a little off recently, but I feel like I'm really, really confident with my game. And today I, I had a really good attitude and, and mindset for the, whole, for the whole time. And, I mean, anywhere under par on this course is, is definitely something to, to take confidence from. So I'm just looking to... Uh, to build on it and get, get some more momentum for players and then the Masters. Yeah, and, and obviously your first match will be amazing. Mm -hmm. um, will you be at Tampa? I will not, no. I'm actually going to Augusta to play a couple practice rounds during Tampa, but I'll be playing, um, I'll probably be playing Valero, but I, I still haven't committed yet, so that's, I mean, you can do what you want with that information, but I'm, I'm definitely playing, uh, I'm playing the practice rounds during uh, Tampa, so sure. I'm really excited to be there. I've never been to Augusta, so. Yeah, ever. Yeah. I've never even seen the course or anything, so I heard it. It's one of those courses that it it, it, does, it lives up to every expectation or exceeds every expectation that you hear about it. So I'm really excited, and you know, I just so many people have raved about it, and I'm excited to uh, compete against the best. Yeah, I wanted to follow up a little bit. Can I walk with you for a little yeah, bit? Sure. That way you're not holding yeah, absolutely. absolutely up. Um, I mentioned Tampa because that's the next one I'm going to be at, and I didn't, you know. I, so it's good to know that if you're not going to be there, then I can ask you a couple about uh, Masters. Uh -huh. um, favorite moment watching on TV growing up? You know, is there a couple that stand out? Um, you know, I really didn't watch golf growing up. Okay. <laughs> I've never been a huge uh, <laughs> golf watcher. Um, but, I mean, you know, obviously Tiger winning last year, that was on my birthday, honestly. My, oh my, my birthday is April 14th, so it won't fall on the Masters this year, but last year it did. and. Seeing him win was pretty special. Um, I mean, I just, you know, all the shots that he's hit over the years, I kind of just see highlights and kind of sure. gives me chills every time. So I'm excited to, uh, you know, relive those moments and hope to make some shots of getting some highlight reels as well. Is there a part of the course that you're like, oh, my God, I can't wait to go to Amen Corner. I can't wait to go to, you know, a certain spot. Nick, do you want to just – I mean, oh, that was my bad. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to, but um, I think 16. You know, with that, that Sunday pin, I mean, you just you see so many shots right there. And I just think, you know, the way the ball feeds in there, I play a little draw. So, I mean, I think that's a really good hole. But, yeah, I mean, for me, I think, you know, 12 and 16, I mean, usually I'm not, I'm not notoriously good on the par threes, but I feel like I'm a pretty good iron player. And it's just, you know, you always – you rave. I mean, so many people rave about those par threes. So I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to play those and you know just see what they really are in person. Yeah. And it was your birthday when Tiger won last year. Where were yeah. you? Where did you watch? I was just in college on the couch. On, on the couch. Yeah. Less than a year ago, I was uh, yeah in college on the couch just watching watching golf and watching Tiger win. And then you know now I'm now I'm playing in it. So it's been a roller coaster of events, but I'm, I'm taking all I can in and just excited for the opportunity. I just had like three more quick ones about your range routine real quick and I'll let you go. I, uh -huh. I appreciate your time, man. Yeah. Um, 
So how long is your range routine and, and how has it got progressed to that point? In that um, so I came out here after the first round um, in the morning after my, I had an afternoon tea time and I came out in the morning to, to hit some balls, hit some drivers, because I switched drivers, just not as, didn't, the face was really open. So everyone was asking me about like, why, why are you warming up way before your tea time? So I don't know if that's why you're asking it, but. Well, it's more general, Matthew Wolf, what is, what is his pre-round routine like in yeah, general? I just, I mean, for me, like I'm not a big, I don't really warm up for that long. I maybe take an hour at most. And usually it's just like getting the confidence on the greens, the speed, the short putts, watching some balls go in, hitting a couple chips. And then, you know, I feel like all the work you do is before the tournament. So when you're on the range doing the warm up, it's not like you're gonna figure a lot of stuff out. Um, so it's, you know, for me, it's just to get loose and, um, you know, I probably hit balls for 25 minutes, you know, just get loose, get some confidence and see what, see how the ball's flying that day. And then from then on, just, you know, if I'm feeling good with my body, then, then, you know, go from there. But, you know, if I need to change anything in my swing or, or do, do something differently then I will, but for the most part, I don't really like to, to tweak anything right before the round. Has there been a trial and error process for your pre-round routine, maybe going back to college or even before that in these last few years to get to this point where you're thinking that way? Not really. No, I mean, I've kind of, I've always been, you know, just don't really warm up for that long, don't hit too many balls, just enough to get warm, see some shots that you want to see and stuff, and then, uh, you know, from there I just like to go play. I mean, I feel like you're already out there for so long, you know, five hours, four hours, you know, you're playing for such a long time, you know, if you're grinding for an hour before the round, it just pounding balls. I mean, by the time you get to 17, 18, you're probably exhausted. So, you know, you're either waking up early or you're going through the, the heat of the day and, you know, you're up late. So, I don't know. I just, for me, I don't really like to extend my, my uh, warm-up session more than it needs to be. Any go-to drills that you have at all in terms of, you know, whether with the full swing or with, uh, you know, on the putting green or whatnot? Um, I do the Pell's putting tutor with those marbles I, just to get the, uh, just to know it's starting online. That's one thing that I like to do. Um, another thing is just to, you know, maybe hit some half shots and slow down the swing a little bit just to like, because my tendency is to swing a little harder and that's when I get my misses. So I already hit the ball far enough. So sometimes you just hit a, hit a few half shots and, you know, just really, um, really just, uh, you know, get my tempo right. But for the most part, no, I mean, unless I'm working on something specifically, I mean, for the most part, I just like to hit balls and just go from there. Yeah, last one for you. For amateurs, you know, what can we learn and like I know you mentioned, um, you do your practice really before the pre-round routine, but for yeah. the weekend golfers, they only have so much time to, to get loosened up. Yeah. And maybe they don't have as much practice over the week. So uh -huh. what would be your advice to them as how to approach their range sessions? Um, I would just say, you know, if you have one swing thought, that's a good thing to go for. I think the biggest thing is just like just doing whatever your body feels like it's supposed to do that day. I mean, if you normally hit a draw and then you're hitting a cut, I would just not try to fight it because you're not going to figure anything out right before. I would just go with whatever the ball flight is that day and play that and just trust it because, I mean, the, the, the time that you try to figure it out on the range, you're putting too many swing thoughts in your head. And, you know, from then on, it's like if you're an athlete, you're like you just got to let you do, do let your body do what it does. And I think that's the one thing that I'm really good at is like no matter how I'm hitting it that day, I just stick with it. And, and if it changes throughout the day, then I'll then I'll change my game plan a little bit. But I don't really like to try to fight what my body's feeling. Congrats on the Masters, man. Thank really. you, man. I appreciate it. See you, man. Thanks. Oh, sorry.